The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Laura Kaminsky. Laura and I met years ago and been friends since. Haven't really talked in a while, but I'm glad we're catching up here. She's a TV producer and yoga instructor who left New York City to figure it all out in Los Angeles. So how did you learn about living life the way that you actually want to live? Well, it's definitely something I have to, you know, work on and keep learning I, every day. I think we all do a little bit, but um, essentially really from making the mis- I don't love the word mistake, but, you know, we learn from our mistakes, right? So I spent a lot of my life, I think, not even really aware of it, but living life maybe the way I was supposed to live, you know, um, where a lot of us are raised in environments where we're conditioned to, you know, you, you grow up, you go to college, you get a job, you work really hard, as hard as you, you know, need to, whatever it takes. And then by the time you're, let's say, in your early 30s or whatever it is, you get married, you have kids and, you know, all those things. And I you know, um, everyone around me that I grew up with and uh, was around in New York City. um, After college, we all kind of came back to New York and it kind of, you know, in our 20s, everyone's kind of on that path. And for me, I really always wanted to live someplace warm. I wanted to be closer to nature. And because my life was just in New York and, and it was just, I was so rooted there, um, I guess I was scared to take the big leaps. And I had never really taken any huge risks, I guess, in my life um, that I can think of until recently. And so it always felt terrifying to do something like, you know, leave a job or move cross country or any of those things. And I found myself in a position a couple of years ago where I'd been at a job for a very long time. I knew that, you know, while it was a great company, great place to work, I knew that it wasn't what was right for me anymore, and I knew that it was time to move on, and I knew that I didn't see myself being in New York forever, but the thought of leaving all by myself and and so on was very scary, um, and so I kind of, I allowed that fear to sort of paralyze me, and I stayed stuck, and I saw that when I didn't take those steps that I needed to take, you know, life wasn't that great. Things kind of started to fall apart. Um, I stayed in a job that wasn't right for me. And so, of course, it continued to not be right for me and and so on. Um, and then I was fortunate enough that uh, something greater than me intervened in March 2017. And I was let go from my job and I was given a severance package, which allowed me, you know, a little bit of money and some time to figure things out. And so it was sort of like I had no choice at that point. It was like, if I'm going to do any of these things, like something is pushing me, like I have to do that now. And while it was really terrifying, I took the leap to uh, send myself to Bali for six weeks to do an immersive 200-hour yoga teacher training. (laughs) Yeah, that's ripping the Band-Aid off. Yeah, that's ripping the Band-Aid off. And what happens is when you can dig up the courage, and it's not always comfortable, I think, but when you can kind of 
push past that discomfort and face the fear and go do something big like that, and it doesn't have to be that, but, you know, anything, um, things start to fall into place and essentially life gets better. I mean, I really, the moment I took that step, things just started unfolding in such a positive way. And I saw that if I could, you know, dig up the courage to do what I wanted and put myself first and live my life, like you said, exactly how I want to live it without anyone else's approval, you know, all of that, um, it just, everything was falling into place. And then, you know, that led me when I came back to New York, I eventually then uh, went out to LA to spend some time there and see if I wanted to live there. And I met the owner of this yoga studio that I now teach at, Love Yoga, and it just so happened they were having a mentorship program right when I was kind of planning on moving. And so again, you know, I didn't have a paying job in Los Angeles, um, but I, I wanted to live there. And so I took that leap again, and I said, I'm going to do this yoga mentorship. And then a full-time job came along as soon as I got out here, basically, or right before. Um, so I really... I think the learning is, you know, my life is an example that as soon as I take a step that is entirely for me and not in like a selfish or, you know, negative kind of way, in a positive way, um, you know, to do good for myself. And, and um, you know, when I've taken steps like that, I just have seen that more positive things come my way. So now that you, you took the big step, so then what are the the small steps now that you take day to day to, to make sure that you continue on that path? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I think that self-awareness um, is something that is very hard for a lot of people. We all, all have like the subconscious mind and habits and patterns that were ingrained in us at a very young age. And this can include the way we think about things and our perspective on things and like our internal dialogue with ourselves and um, the way that I kind of gathered up my self-awareness that I, I like to think is a, you know, a strong sense of self-awareness that I have now is through meditation, actually. Um, yeah, I started a daily meditation practice about five or six years ago. I don't always stick to it. I will go months without meditating. I'm not going to ever sit here and be like, I'm perfect. I do something every day. That's very hard. It's very hard to do. Um, but, you know, you do your best. And when you, when I first started and I was meditating for like 20 minutes every morning, um, my mind really became more clear and focused. And I was able to take a step back from you know, the kind of chatter that goes on in the mind and really see like, oh my gosh, like I, you know, I'm really hard on myself or I reacted to that in a way I didn't want to. And so I think that medit I meditate, I try to meditate most mornings, not always. Um, writing in a journal is really helpful. Um, and just kind of practicing, you know, living in the present moment. Um, anything is possible in the present moment. And if you stop and you breathe and you literally look at like, okay, right here and now, you know, what is happening? What am I doing? Is this how I want to be doing things? Like you can really take a step back and, and make decisions that are fully in alignment with yourself. So, so what have been the challenges then? Always challenges. Life is 
life is hard. Uh-huh. I mean, it's never going to be easy. And I think that that's a huge thing for me also that I've had to accept that, like, it's not going to be easy. There's no, like, you know, top of the mountain that you get to and then you just, like, sit pretty for the rest of your life. Um, there's going to be constant challenges. So moving cross-country has been, I mean, the first couple weeks I was here, it was like an out-of-body experience. I was really anxious. I was like, where am I? What is this place? I just felt so displaced. And then to add to that, I didn't miss New York. So it sort of felt like there was no place that felt right. Um, but that very quickly went away and I, you know, nicely, I think that's just like the move, you know, picking yourself up and going somewhere new like that by yourself. Um, so that, you know, that's a challenge. It's been a challenge for me to juggle my job as a producer. And, you know, I also do like business development for production company, you know, juggling that and teaching yoga. And, you know, I've had to really set a lot of boundaries there. Um, those are big struggles. Um, and then, you know, adjusting to a new life is really hard. And, and also for me, managing a lot of my own time now. I'm not at a job where I'm required to show up in an office every day. So, you know, it's all on me. And I've had to relearn a lot of things because I always, for many years, I showed up in an office. I did the same thing in the same place every single day for more than a decade And so it's like an unlearning of the ideas that we have of, like, how things are supposed to be. And then having to, like, reteach yourself, like, okay, how do I organize my entire day for myself? And, you know, that's been hard. That's been a weird challenge. Um, Making friends is hard as a 36-year-old, you know, adult. Um, and, And L.A. can be a little bit of a lonely town. People spend a lot of time in their cars, in their house. You know, that's been hard also feeling like, you know, you can just feel, I still, I've lived here for almost eight months now, and there are still moments where I'm just like, where am I? This is so weird and new. Um, And then just general, like, life struggles. I mean, stuff comes up and life is challenging, and sometimes it feels like it's too challenging and it's too much, and I get very overwhelmed very easily, so... You know, moving into an apartment by myself, I had to move twice when I got here, and I had to, you know, deal with everything at Ikea alone, and all that, you know, (laughs) it's a lot, and I mean, I'm saying all this, and I'm like, gosh, these are really great problems to have, I'm so lucky, but in those moments, it has felt hard, Sure. and it's felt lonely. Earlier, you said that, you know, living life and not doing it because others have told you to do it this way. So was it difficult for other people in your life to accept how you wanted to live your own? Um, I mean, no one's ever actually outright, you know, been like mean to me about anything. And I'm very fortunate in that a lot of, you know, most of my friends and family and everyone's very supportive of me. But yeah, the fact you know, I'm, look, I'm a Jewish girl from New York City. I'm 36 and single. So, like, telling my parents that, like, my last priority right now is, like, getting married and having kids, and then instead I want to, like, go to Bali and do yoga teacher training and yada, yada, they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about that, But, I mean, they are very supportive, and they really, they don't, you know, these days they definitely don't give me a hard time about any of that stuff, and I'm very fortunate for that. Um, but, yes, I mean, 
I have to say that a lot of people, even just, I mean, really friends in New York, when you're like, I'm moving to Los Angeles, um, yeah, there were some reactions that were like, why? Like, why would you do that? Or like, you know, um, it's weird. It's weird when you don't want to leave your friends. You love them, but like, you know, you have to do something. And um, yeah, so that was very hard before I left, I remember. Laura, this was great. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. So lovely. It's refreshing to hear real life stories. Struggle, epiphany, making things happen for yourself. Everyone comes to different realizations at different times of life, and it's never too late to make yourself happy. You can take Laura's class in LA at Love Yoga in Echo Park on Tuesdays and Fridays at 7.30 a.m. Just go to loveyogaspace.com. Follow her on Instagram at lbkaminsky, that's K-A-M-I-N-S-K-Y. I'm at Run and on Twitter at Noah Kozlov, C-O-S-L-O-V. If you want to talk to Laura about how she made this transition, how she maintains her outlook, she'd be happy to hear from you, and so would I. Please subscribe to the podcast and take 20 seconds away from checking Instagram to rate and review the show on iTunes. It would mean a great deal to me. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com. Mm-hmm.